Welcome to Quality Perks, the podcast that not only delves into the intricacies of contact center quality management, but also uncovers the personal stories of industry leaders. Brought to you by BPA Quality, your trusted partner in enhancing customer experiences. And good morning and welcome to Quality Perks. I'm Karen Dupree. Uh, with BPA Quality, Director of Quality Solutions here, and I am joined with my co-host, Neil Eggers. Good morning, everybody, and we are joined by Vern Fernandez. Vern, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Neil and Karen. Uh, My name is Vern Fernandez, and I live in Santa Cruz, California. And I am with Jabra as their strategic alliances manager for anything that has to do with the contact center. So that's what I do. Awesome. So I'm in Melbourne, Florida. We were talking a little bit earlier about how it's about 1 billion degrees already with 150,000% humidity. Karen, you are in Virginia today. What's the weather like by you? Is it scorching already? Uh I you know, I haven't even walked outside. Um it's it looks warm. It looks hot. That's probably Can't a smart idea. Probably a smart idea. <laughs> yeah. I think we did. Yeah. We compared coffees. Mine is hot and yours is cold because it's so hot there, Neil. Yes. This is uh, iced coffee from San Francisco, Vern. I was trying to get a local coffee to you in, in, in honor of the show today. Thank so you. I'm drinking yeah. a San Francisco blend today. Karen, what are you having? I've gotten, I've got Tim Horton's original blend here. Um, it is hot. Like I said, I haven't even walked outside yet. So. I'm enjoying the air conditioning, which my husband loves to keep it cold. Now, Tim Hortons has a special place in my heart for coffee. I don't know what's in that stuff, but it's amazing. I did a lot of work in Canada many years ago, and going to get a cup of Timmy's was the highlight of the day. I got to be honest. That's really good stuff. Yummy. I have the best kind. It's It's a Kauai coffee blend that my wife brought to me. So that's the best kind, delivered with love. So that's true. Very good. Does she deliver to Virginia? Uh, I don't know. That'd be nice to go, though. Uh, It might be two Hawaii's in a row, Karen. Wasn't our guest from the last episode drinking coffee from Hawaii? Actually, I think that was our first guest, um, Sean. Was it Sean? You're right. It was Sean. Yeah. It's an experience to go taste out in Kauai. Well, you Mm -hmm. have 25 or 26 flavors and you just leave all pumped. It's, it's a great experience. Yes, I agree. So how many cups of coffee do you have a day? We've, we've gotten away from this question a little bit, but it's always a good one. Um, two, because that's all it really takes. Okay. And, and, I, and I do it straight black because I love tasting the flavor. I don't want it. I want an unadulterated. I, know, I want to know what the flavor is. So, Awesome. Karen, how about you? I, I always do my two, two in the morning. That's all I need. And then, um, with, but I have to add creamer. So I, I like a little sweet to my, my bit of coffee. So. Yeah. I see. I got so much pushback from the 
the social media world about my health because I said that I drink coffee all day. So I've, I've reduced to like two cups, two or three cups of coffee a day now. So I don't drink it any all, all day anymore. So thank you to the social media sphere for a number was my... eight when I first saw your first video. And I remember that you've done your work. homework. I did yeah. my homework. homework. Eight yeah. was a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. It's, I don't know. It's German heritage. Maybe. I don't know. It's a coffee is an all day thing. But anyway, let's get back to business. So, so Vern, we're, we're excited to have you on. And, you know, I, I, for me, it's been banging around in my head that, you know, it's not just about headsets, right? Jobber is right. not just about headsets. It's not just about customer sentiment. Um, the technology and the support that that t technology provides not only to the customer experience, but to the agent, right? What, yeah. what type of, you know, freedom, this is a hard gig, right? I mean, you know, customer service being on the phones day in, day out is, is a hard gig. And it's, it's not just about the headset. It's about how it improves that experience for the agent and the customer. So talk to us a little bit about that technology and how it goes to improve that agent, you know, experience, not only in their, their, how they perform their job, that their experience with their job and ultimately the, the customer experience and the quality of that interaction. So, you know, I like to make a really an interesting comparison between the headset and, and my phone, right? In the, in the contact center world, the headset is kind of the gateway to making hybrid work because a lot of this depends on voice quality. It's not just the customer and the agent experience happening, but there's also AI happening at the same time that depends on voice wherever that agent sits, right? So that could be a speech to text analytic, that could be sentiment analysis, that could be translation applications these days, voice biometrics. A lot of this depends on voice to happen and happen in, in a very clear manner. At the same time, you've got a lot of agents who want to work from anywhere, right? They're, they're testing and trying. Um, to work at home or, you know, maybe they do want to work in a coffee shop like other types of employees, right? So trying to make that all work in order to increase agent retention and get a great mm -hmm. pool, you know, there's a lot bigger issue than um, just it being a headset, right? Um, I'm a big believer that having the right headsets like having the right hammer if you're a carpenter, right? Having the right wrench if you're a plumber. You don't want the, the, the worst hammer or, or a wrench mm -hmm. up when you're trying to do a job, right? And these are communication professionals that really rely on this headset to get them and the customer somewhere, right? And so we start with the basics of what does that headset do for you? And then now, which, you know, is kind of the evolution of where we've gone, there's a lot of quality monitoring that can happen, and you know, via the headset. There's a lot of new technology involved that if you just lift the hood a little bit, you'll find something cool um, that'll help you do the job a little bit, a little bit better. Yeah, the um, when we had our, our pre-call, uh, the green room, we'll call it, uh, and we you were actually in a coffee shop to demonstrate the capabilities of the headset. And I geek out on these things because I love technology to begin with. So when technology and my career kind of meet head on this is i've been looking forward to this podcast forever because this is just the neatest stuff ever so the fact that you were able to switch it on and it was silence you know it, that's remarkable from from a technology aspect but it goes to that work from anywhere right and the customer doesn't know 
where the agent is. Right, right. And I think, you know, there are different types of workers in terms of the agents, right? There are some people that can work at home like this. Um, and there's some people that need the busyness and the noise to keep them productive, right? That's what they liked about the brick and mortar call center. Some of them love the community of it, right? And so some of the advantages of being able to work anywhere is, you know, I love the busyness, but I don't need to know you type of thing, but it keeps mm -hmm. me busy, right? And I think that there's a, you know, a lot of the new agents coming into the field are going to be millennials. They're going to be mobile. They'll have experienced that somehow. And I think making it work for them is going to be something that we focus on with the headset, right? Mm -hmm. So when we, we talked about not just the headsets, the other part I really like is that sentiment analysis, the data, the dashboarding, that real-time feedback that you're getting from the headset that's available to the agent while they're on the call and, and supervisors and, and administration. Talk to us a little bit about yeah, going back to your hammer analogy, right? Like if you could have the the, the $2 or the $1 hammer that's going to break every five minutes, but it's not going to do the job as well as, you know, an auto, a pneumatic nail gun, right? That can you know, do the whole roof in five minutes. That's the Jabra headset. So talk to us a little bit about that, that instant dashboarding. Right. So there's what we've done in the last few years, and we're on our second version of this right now, is we've included chipsets in our headsets. Um, they reside right around here for both our corded and wireless headsets. One, they digitally reduce noise by about 36 decibels for our best headsets. Um, two, they also emit data that we can use for real-time coaching at the edge with the agent. So there are certain data points that I can get from the headset now that includes Rx and Tx, it includes silence and crosstalk when we're talking over each other. It includes the decibel level in my room or wherever the agent sits. You can do a lot with that. It also includes the position of the microphone. And so if I lift it like this because I ate a bagel or something and I didn't put it back down, then the mm -hmm. customer actually has to remind me that I can't, you know, that they can't hear me. So our, some of our headsets allow me to see when this happens bit more tinny, right? Um, now, what we do is we take that data and we create little widgets, whether we create it or third parties create it to remind me to put my boom down, right? Or that I'm talking over the customer. Um, and because you can see the microphone and the speakers as a piece of data, you can now monitor down to the microphone and the speaker for troubleshooting, right? So from a quality standpoint, you know, that allows you visibility that you used to have with the phones, you know, because it was an IP device. And once you got rid of it, well, you still need to see this endpoint. You know, you've seen it for the last 50 years. And so now we finally provided the data to do that. Now, where that goes into um, sentiment analysis is that you need to know that my voice sounds like this all the time where there's actual data coming out of it for sentiment analysis to work, right? Mm -hmm. So what Jabra did was we kind of crossed into that and uh, created what's called tone-based sentiment analysis. So we can tell you real time how a customer feels, if they're angry, frustrated, or if they're happy, or if the agent's happy. And, um, and we actually don't care about what is said. So speech to text, 
um, right. is not our method using bots to figure out keywords. It's how I sound. Does Vern sound engaged today, right? That's what we're measuring in what we do. And we layer that on top of speech to text um, as part of the AI that Jabra offers. Yeah, so that, that, that's an interesting part for you know our, our from your BPA perspective, the quality monitoring. So you can layer in you know, your tech and reporting on top of that speech analytics, on top of the, the human listening uh, at various levels. And this just is a whole nother data set that you can get in to measure agent performance, customer impact, right? How is the customer interacting with the agent? That sentiment analysis. So the more data you get, it's just something we we haven't had in the past. Speech analytics, yeah, you, you know, we've had that. We've had traditional context center quality monitoring, but, but to add in the headset data is just another layer layer to to correlate, you know, with CSAT. I mean, I'm I'm trying to live in a world where I've got all of these data sets and we're modeling performance and customer impacting on all of these data sets correlated with each other. Yeah, I think the real key is when do you fix it, right? If you see data coming in, when do you fix it? And so we're able to show it real time so that the agent can self-adjust their tone. Like if I started mm -hmm. sounding flat, the way that my AI works is I have two avatars. One shows me and my demeanor and the other one shows the customer. So if I sound to sound, start to sound flat, it's going to coach me to say your tone is is a little bit, you know, flat. Go ahead and pick it up so that you sound more engaged to the customer. And what we found is the more engaged that I am with you or that the agent is with the customer, the actually shorter the, the call is because the customer feels like mm -hmm. they're being helped, right? And then it also increases CTAP because it feels like that I'm listening to you and that I'm involved as your advocate, right? Um, Here's a good example of how we do something different than a speech-to-text, you know, bot way of doing this. Um, if somebody says, um, well, you, you're misunderstanding everything that I say, right? That's one way of saying it. Another way of saying is, well, you're misunderstanding everything that I say. Let me tell you what I really meant, right? So the sentiment of the customer is actually different than what the words are saying. So the bot might misinterpret that, right, in terms of the feel. Um, and those are the types of things that we're trying to pick up um, with the actual data set. It was when you were, I'm gonna date myself here, the the bots, the, the live bots of the customer and, yeah. the, and the agent and their performance. The way we used to get around that, right, is the mirror in the cube. You remember this right. when we used to put mirrors in there so that the yep. agent could see what they look like and what an evolution, right? From a mirror on a, on an, on a, you know, in an agent's cube all the way to a bot, you know, giving you real time feedback and data as to, as to how you're, how you're dramatic, dramatic improvement and over time, right? So, you know, layering yeah. that information. So it's real time, but you also get that reporting over time. So does Neil have a propensity to, you know, to drone on, Karen would probably say yes, and anybody at BPA, you know, would probably <laughs> say this too. But you know, uh, is this is a this is a behavior? This is something that he has to work on because it's continually an issue. So we can see it happening intercall, and we can see it happening over all of the calls that that Neil takes. So really interesting yeah. stuff. It's not a bad thing, you know. It's it's Thursday at a three o'clock, and you've been answering calls all week long, and you're just losing energy. But one of the things that we can do is that. 
if it seems like the tone is going down on the floor, then we can provide that reporting to the supervisor. That's when you throw mm -hmm. candy on the floor. That's when you right. have your cadence calls, right? Yeah. Just old school things and new school things that we can do. But I think what's key is that should the customer get angry, right? That actually delivers real-time alerts to the supervisor. And that's mm -hmm. where it becomes important because now I can IM that agent or even barge in and say, hey, you know, can, can we help, right? And we're starting to fix the problem now versus seeing it on a report on Friday and it's already too late. Yeah, the uh, Neil dating himself again as well. So you don't have to put the red solo cup on the cube when you've, when you've got a customer <laughs> who's having an issue. Your, your supervisor's already alerted uh, right. to the issue. And, you, and, so, and that's where it, the technology is paid for. You know, moving past one of those, those episodes that could turn into a litigious or, or, or an unhappy customer. You know, right. pays for the technology, and you can't see the you can't see the red cup in a hybrid environment. You just can't, right? Um, another great use for the technology we call it Engage AI is what Java calls it, right? And um, you know, because we can tell stressors in the voice, whether it comes from the agent or the customer, we can we can address those stressors now as well, right? Because an agent might pull out of the queue for ten minutes if it really went south, right? Mm -hmm. And understanding when that happens, I, I think is a, a real coachable moment that if we get that right, then um, you can talk about stress now and maybe retain that agent a bit better, right? For sure. Um, you can also tell which agents are good at de-escalation, right? So if my customer starts frustrated and then, and we call it the yellow mode, right? Our, our, in our avatars, uh, the background turns yellow the customer looks like they're frowning. And if that agent right. can turn that around to green and smiling, what does that mean? That means that I can take my angry chats and I can send it to those agents and pay them more to deal with them because that person is good at de-escalation. So there's a lot of really good information that you can get from this kind of quality management. Absolutely. It's all fascinating stuff and excited to, uh, you know, I know here at BPA, we're excited to work with a, with a client that has that technology in place and that reporting, as yeah. we were talking about earlier, as another correlating data set uh, to, to model. Yeah, model agent, positive agent behavior. What are, what are good agents doing that poor agents need to improve on? And this is just another data set to give you that. And you actually said a really important word, positive, right? Because, because we award for positive tone as well. Right, and we actually do more of that than focus on the negative tone. So if your tone is good, I'm going to get an award and a badge in you know a very gamified way to say, hey, mm -hmm. your tone has been great all day long, you know. And so it's a coach, it's a reminder, and I see it in the bottom left of my screen. It's always reminding me of how my tone is. And we didn't even talk about the game gamification feature of this, which is a huge part of it and a huge driver of positivity on the floor. Right. That's and we kind of describe it as AI on your side, right? You know, there's got to be something in it for the agent as well. And, you know, there's lots of monitoring tools out there. There's lots of things to look at. But to monitor just engagement and tone is, is just as important, if not the most important thing, right? Because when right. you can't see somebody, like if we didn't have this video, I would be measured just by the tone of my voice, right? Um, because it makes up for the lack of body language and me using my hands and, you know, you seeing that I'm actually engaged in this 
in this call, right? Mm -hmm. So absolutely, it's a lot of things that uh, our very own David Blackwell talks a lot about is that positive body language and and how impactful that is in a conversation. So. Right. plug for David uh, on the podcast. Well, Vern, it's been uh, we're nearing the end of our time here. It's been a pleasure having you on and learning a little bit more uh, about Jabra and the, and the products and how it's beneficial. Are you going to be anywhere in the next couple of months? Any conferences, speaking events, anything you want to throw yeah, out Yeah, you know, I'll be at Customer Contact Week in Nashville, October 3rd through 7th coming up. Um, I'll be making around to some of the some of the user groups out there because I, I like to go to the user groups because mm -hmm. I think that's where, you know, people are really good friends. They've known each other for a long time and they'd love to hear somebody, you know, come and speak about some of these things. So I'll be looking for those opportunities. If you'd love for me to talk about this with some of your groups out there, then please let me know. Will do. And I got to go to the clipboard here for us because BPA is utilities competitive review coming up Thursday, the 20th at one o'clock. Uh, some events that uh, we're putting on. So if anyone's around uh, for that, don't hesitate to sign up. And you can find that information on our LinkedIn page, I think, Karen, as well as some other places. But uh, contact us if you're Absolutely. interested. Yeah. Uh, and enjoy your PTO as well, Vern. Thank you so And much. Karen, you as well. I'm, I'm yeah. going to have to man the shop next week. So it's going to be the, the Neil show next week. I'll try not to break anything. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. I'll try. I'll try my best. Vern, thank you, sir. It's great to see you. We thank will you, see everybody. you here uh, shortly, I'm sure, in person. And uh, Karen, as always. Yep. And thank you to everybody for joining us. And we'll see you on the next episode. Sounds thank you, good. everybody. Thank you. Bye now.